Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Monday, everybody. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Let's get our heads right as best we can this Monday, February 5th, 2024. Uh, great to be here with you. If you're watching along on the YouTube feed, we certainly thank you for that. Uh, if you're not and you want to, go to YouTube.com, search Ben and Woods, uh, and just hit subscribe. Uh, we could really use your help. We want to grow our subscriber base, certainly. But uh, if you're listening on the radio, the Odyssey app, your smart speaker, we appreciate you getting us inside of you each and every day. However you choose to get Ben in you, um, that's what we want. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He's the executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. We get it all dialed in over there? I have no idea. There's something uh, <laughs> something a little wonky maybe with the board. Hopefully everyone can hear us uh, crystal clear. Uh, to my left is Benjamin R. Higgins. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning. I was looking. You said uh, everyone joining us on YouTube. If you are watching our YouTube stream right now, you'll notice we are lined up in a row. A radio row, radio as row. it were, yeah. which is as close as we are going to get to radio row <laughs> this week uh, in anticipation of Super Bowl 58. And thank God for it. Thank <laughs> God for it. If I had had to pack a bag and go to Las Vegas today, tomorrow, and go stay in the dump We're Luxor. in ballroom C4 yeah. at the Luxor right now, broadcasting live. There's no one here. I don't oh. know where everybody is. What happened? Was there not a Super Bowl this week? Where is everybody? It is still, uh, it still remains one of the worst trips I've ever been on. Uh, certainly, it was very, it was fine to do one time, but I'm glad I never have to do it again. And uh, when Adam Klug is your boss, you can pretty much write that down. You'll never have to do it again. <laughs> all right, because those expenses are not going to get approved. They're just not. Still haven't gotten mine back, by the way, for our trip. Got them approved. Just haven't seen them. So uh, looks to be another really wet. And rainy, crappy, I would say day. It looks like the week 
uh, is going to be pretty rough around here. So as we've been telling you uh, every morning, please take care. Exercise caution. Stay off your phones. Things like that. Um, it's it's slick. It was slick this morning driving it. It was weird. It was slick, and then it just stopped. And then it was clear as a bell, and then it was rainy again. So uh, the storm is kind of dropping in from the north county on most of us. It's already started raining in places up north, down a little more south here at the station. has not really started yet, but wherever you are, it is coming. Please be careful out there today, tomorrow, the entire week. It's going to be bad. Take your time. Spend a little extra time with us in the morning. We'll try to keep you entertained. and um, just We want everyone to be safe. Yeah, no question about it. Uh, how was the weekend, Benjamin? Uh, weekend was was pretty good. Went fast. Like it, wow, it did. it's already Monday. It did. Um, played in that golf tournament I told you about. Alternate shot, which is always always the toughest format. We did all right. I think we were four shots off the win. That's good. Which is not bad. We felt like we had our B game and and came close. So Matt Janella, my friend, actually won. Our friend. Our friend. Yes. But I don't. Is it good when your friend wins, or is it like? You're also kind of more jealous when your friend wins something that you wanted to win instead. So you're both happy for him, no. but you're also like, it's like, no, oh, didn't I mean anyone else? You know, it's that's like, a you thing. That's a you be thing. Be happy for someone or be no, jealous of someone. To be jealous of someone in you a competition. Got, yeah, that's not a everyone thing. It's just me. I to would be jealous of my friend for winning, like even more so than it would if it is someone I really didn't know. Now you don't go to therapy, but if you did, when you if you ever decide to go to therapy, before you go, will you let me submit a list of topics for her to discuss with you <laughs> or him? Would you let me do that? Okay, <clears throat> doctor. Why? Because he said Ben said before, if you beat me at golf, talking to me, it will be the worst day of my life. He, Paulie, we just, we, he just said Matt Janella won the golf tournament that he played in on Saturday, which is his buddy, our buddy. Yes. And he said he was jealous of him instead of being stoked for him. And he, I said, yeah, but not, I was not in, surprised. I, I was said, in that's the tur- a youth I was in the tournament. If I was not playing, of course I'd be happy for but him. But I'm playing in it. Right. But you weren't, if it was Bill Jackson that won it, you wouldn't be jealous of Bill Jackson. True, because I don't know Bill Jackson. What I'm saying is, you should be happy for <sighs> Matt Janella. I mean, there's absolutely. A, there's a small ah! part of me that's happy for him. But... A small part of you. All right, so we talked last week about. My... I want what he has, though. I, w- I haven't won one of these things in two years, well, and I want one of these well, badly. But if, <sighs> but if you're not going to win. Don't you want your buddy Wouldn't to win you it? you want somebody close to you to like win if it? I, like if I – this is the weird part. And I've had conversations with friends because this industry that we are in is fraught with jealousy. Fraught. But they'll never admit it. They'll nev- No one would ever admit it. They just sit and rip you, know, you, your show. But you're like, oh, I thought we were friends. Are we not? Because I would never rip my friends for being successful, right? If I invested in a company – uh, let's say I put $50,000, like I have $50,000. Let's say I put $5,000, like I have $5,000. Let's say I put $500 into a company. <laughs> 20 bucks. <laughs> let's call it $10. $10 wager. One, one, one stock. And I, one, one piece of stock. One, yeah, one, one share. share of stock. And it's split and split and split. I, I, would like, I would like one stock, please. I also don't even know what split means, but I know that that's how you make more money. It splits, it splits again, it splits again. And all of a sudden, I'm a, I make $100 million. Aren't you happy for me? 
Sort of. <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that's what I don't get. Like, I've always suspected that you need therapy. Now I know you need therapy. If you're mad that Matt Janella, Matt Janella, our boy who we love, won that tournament. I mean, sports is a zero-sum game, though. If someone else is doing well, it means you're doing not as well. There it's can a zero-sum game. Well, there can only be one way. Don't, and if it's don't, not going to be you. It's your homie that takes it, it down. Your boy, yeah. Like, if Paulie, like, this is the funny part. Paulie and I pl- had to end up playing on different teams in fantasy camp. If he won the the ship, I would be happy for him, especially if he played well. I'd be like, yes, hey, that that that's that bodes that speaks well of all of us, right? Like, okay, here here's what it is, though. I had a solidarity with him because we had both been struggling in these tournaments for a long time, and there was a solidarity there. Like, hey, we're gonna keep plugging away. Now we don't have that solidarity anymore. He's a champion. He's, he's a champion, and I'm not. I'm just alone now as a non-champion. Um, I. <sighs> I guess play better than I, I yeah. Don't, I mean, I, I need guess. to play better. Yeah, mostly mad at myself. Because really, I, I, I'll tell you problem. what, I, I, we could have won that one. And I saw him missed. A, I missed one like a two and a half foot birdie putt that my partner uh, had put one really close. There's no worse feeling than that. He knocks one like two and a half feet, and I, I lipped it out on the high side. It's like I am so sorry. I just blew that birdie for our team. I it's saw. Just, uh, I saw Matt Janella uh, taking lessons and working oh, on he's his working, swing. He's working hard. Yeah. I mean, what have we always said? You can't get mad about results that you don't get from work you don't You're put right. in. You're right. I'm going. I'm here to announce I'll be taking the rest of the week off of the show so I can work on my golf game. <laughs> Does that make you happy now? There you go. Absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, Alyssa wants to know, is Ben an only child? No, he has two siblings. He's got two siblings. I didn't, you're green with envy. And I don't... It's a it's a nasty. It's like it's maybe it's ugly. I know it, it is. It is ugly. Honestly, isn't it? it's maybe maybe your only bad quality. Everything else about you is damn near perfect. Yeah. I mean, he's damn near a perfect kid. That he's got that little tinge. Everybody's got a dark side. Well, saw a little bit of his dark side last week, as you know. <laughs> but everybody's got one little thing. My fatal flaw. I don't want your recommendations. I got them all weekend. By the way. I got them all. Pass. I got them texted to Pass. me. I got them e- uh, DM to me. I don't want them. I still don't want them, but I got them. Uh, well, I'm, I'm I'm very happy for Matt Janella because he's worked hard and he deserves a win. It feels I'm nice. I'm happy to win. for him too because I'm a good friend. Oh uh, yeah, I am too. That's what good friends do, Polly. And I'm a little bummed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I. Mm. If I buy you your first five therapy appointments, will you go, please? <laughs> I'll give you first five are on me. I'm like the anti-drug dealer. I'm like, I don't as want you on you drugs. Transcript, I want you, you on want... therapy. I want you at therapy, and I want to read the transcripts after. Uh, we had a phenomenal, phenomenal weekend. My little guy, Bo, he actually turned six tomorrow, uh, but we celebrated his birthday, you know, the the weekend prior, as, as people do. Took the kids to... Uh... <coughs> Uh, germ zone up in uh, Carl's bath. Oh, did I say germ zone? I meant sky zone. We walked in there. Now I was I'm blissfully unaware and naive because this party started at five thirty on Friday, and I'm like, "This is great. You're going to weed out a lot of people because nobody was going to want to go rock sky zone at five thirty on a Friday." Boy, was I wrong. Uh, it was like Coachella walking through sky zone. Coachella for Coachella six-year-olds. for six year olds. It was. It was like an ant hill exploded, and the kids running around, and I go, 
oh man, this is and all you do is you smell oh. and you 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 feel the sickness in there. And then your kids start jumping into things and you're like, all right, hang on, real quick, wipe your hands, wipe your hands. Unless they have like I can remember going to like Family Fun Center yeah. or the Play Place or wherever there was something like that for a birthday party. I can still smell the socks. Oh, and everyone has the socks the that they have socks. there. Well, they give you fresh socks you put on for with grippies on the bottom. But unless Ugh. they have, like, misters from the ceiling, like, <laughs> spraying, like, disinfected. Yeah. I'm quite sure that as oh. we grew up, every single plastic ball in the McDonald's play place oh, had... was was cleaned every single oh, night. Oh, totally. By hand? <laughs> yeah. Let me get all of yeah. this. Individual. Let's get all the, the <laughs> anus off of this. Each individual plastic ball was, yeah. was wiped off ever. every single night. <laughs> it's, it's, it's repugnant. It is absolutely <laughs> repugnant. I left there. So the kids were going to st- uh, stay with my parents. And I looked at my mom. I go, don't even let them in the house with their clothes on. Strip them nude in the parking lot of the condo. Strip like, them nude. Hazmat. Hazmat yes. them in. Go, <laughs> and she's like, oh, you, you don't have to tell me. She's the, both my parents are the biggest germaphobes you've ever met in your life. So I'm amazed they actually let them spend the night. That's how big a germaphobes they are. But we had an incredible time. A uh, bunch of kids and, and parents. We just love the group uh, of kids and parents that we've gotten to know. It's truly been uh, incredible. And he just cleaned up. I mean, he cleaned up present-wise. So... We did that, had the folks over for dinner, open presents um, the night before last, had a Seals game last night. I was I was slammed uh, all weekend. Now, they're both to the age now where is Taylor getting jealous of the presents? It was maybe the worst part of the whole thing. I want one. I, where's he, mine? Where's probably mine? Not, probably not old enough to... Old enough to realize that Bo's getting all these cool presents, but probably not old enough to realize that his will come in November. Well, he's already just got his right. in November. He just and got Christmas. We just had his birthday, and he got a bunch of stuff. We got his Christmas. He cleaned house there. <laughs> and now he's like, mine, 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 mine. I'm like, <laughs> and so I grab Bo. I pull him aside, and I go, look, listen, that's your little brother. He's gonna let him help. Let him help open the presents. Bo's like, that's fine. He can help me open them. Well, so then, he, no, I want it. Mine, mine. <laughs> oh, Hannah, which we don't do. We don't do Hannah goes, here, take the iPad. And he was gone. Just gave him the iPad. He was So we opened our presents in peace. He's over there scrolling, doing whatever it is he's doing. But it was. The it, iPad, heroin for children. Literally. And he turns into, I mean, he turns into like a blathering idiot if he's on it for 10 minutes. You like try to get it from him and he goes. <laughs> Like a coyote, dude. Like he's like a he's like a wombat with a rat in its mouth. He is. He's like, <laughs> it's so good. So uh, we had a, we had a great time. You know, uh, Hannah and I celebrated our our tenth year of the first day we met yesterday. We didn't really do anything special. I had to work, uh, but I got the happy anniversary put up on the the scoreboard uh, last Saw night, that. which is a, such Saw a on social media. such a power move. Uh, <laughs> used my influence, threw my weight around a little bit to get that done. Um, you didn't just pay the fee that it's required no, of the no. team. I just texted my people and said I need this up there. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Is that how much that? I have no idea what it is I. nowadays. First message I've ever done. So we had a great time. We should have a great show for you guys today. I think. This is a day that a lot of Padre fans have been waiting for. I know I've been waiting for it as well. Uh, we're going to talk to CEO Eric Gruppner at 8 o'clock. I know you set the menu next, so sorry to 
uh, our, rain uh, on your parade. Our last Monday without actual baseball to talk about. Yep. Next Monday morning, we'll have uh, Sammy Spring Training live from Peoria, and we will be off and running. But we do have a good show. We'll set the menu. I see a lot of people in the chat wondering how my meeting with the uh, development officer at my college went yes. right yes. after the show on I Friday. It. I need it. I forgot. How, I'm sorry. How much money did they squeeze out of me? I will give you that answer. <sighs> When we come back as well, oh, as better ones, I forgot. I'm hope so everybody sorry. had a really good weekend. We are off and running. Be careful out there. Kelly will have a, I assume, some unfortunately long traffic reports this morning, starting with one right now here on 97.3 The Fan. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You knew that as soon as the show was ending, I was heading to a meeting with a representative from Pomona College. The Sage Hens, uh, my <laughs> athletic department, they've actually been trying to step things up in recent years. When I went, sports was beyond an afterthought at my school. I mean, we had all the Division three sports, but this was not a school that put an emphasis on the sports teams. It was more of, hey, this is just an addition to the college experience. We know people like to play. We weren't competitive in a lot of the sports, including the golf team that I was on. I mean, really, one of probably the worst college golf teams in America, if I'm being being honest. We won a few matches, but not many <laughs> over my four years. But that was that was just par for the course because we didn't put a lot of emphasis on sports at the, at our school. But in the last few years, they've been trying to step it up a little bit. They see the value and the experience, and it actually does attract candidates. More and more kids want that as part of their experience. Even if they're going to more of an academic school, they want they want a good sports experience. So they've been trying to raise money and 
one of the things, even for the golf team, they're building like indoor simulator, like a Sick. practice area on campus, which is amazing. We had nothing like that. I mean, we, I got a range pass and I had to drive 20 minutes away to, you know, to hit balls, hit balls. as, you know, as practice in college. So that, that was really cool. But you know, they're hitting up alums to try to fund some of these projects. Prominent alums such as yourself. And I, uh, I came on the radar of uh, of their development officer who set up a, a coffee, and we met after the show. But as I said, they're fairly new to this, and I, I talked to her, a very nice nice lady named Rachel, and I asked her, how long have you been doing this? Oh, just about a year, just kind of just getting getting started. We're really building from the ground up. She was overmatched by Colonel Budget, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Budget can take anybody down. She I mean, uh, really she can. definitely did not give me the hardest of hard sells. We comes. did have a great conversation, but in the end, I uh, I did not I did not fork over any of my hard earned money did, for the uh, for was the there, Pomona College was there Athletic a point Program. Blank ass. There was not really. There wasn't. That was the problem. If I think she probably could, if she had really like pressed me, like, hey, even if it's a small donation, maybe just a small annual donation, let's just get you going, and we can always up it later. She really didn't get give me the, the hard grid. sell. Yeah, and I was able to get out of there something- with a good meeting, a, 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 a promise to stay in touch via email in the future. But uh, nothing coming out of my pocket. So. Now that's something that cheap people do. They, you blame, you're blaming her for not hard selling you enough. Just it's her fault. Give that her. You didn't give any. You know money what I want you, You know what I want you to do today. I want you to write her, and I want you to say, Rachel, really enjoyed our time. Um, here's five hundred dollars for the cause. Okay, you do that. Are you providing the? No, I'm not paying for your Pomona College. <laughs> Woods, you know, they, Woods has enough. You know they have. Like, I have like, enough colleges. They to have fund. like billions of dollars in endowment in the bank. There, I feel like if they if, did, if they I was going to give five hundred dollars to someone, there'd be other other causes that probably needed it more than my school. Right I would now. like to know who those causes. I don't know. Are. I'd we'll like find them by the end, of, the end of the day. I probably got no problem donating to that fund. Zero. Hang on, let me hit the ATM before we head out tonight. No problem. Donating to the Delilah Endowment Fund. The Delilah Engorgement Fund, as it were. No problem. She didn't hard sell you either. a different bucket. She she did not not hard hard sell you either. Actually, she didn't really. She didn't at all, which is very rare. Oh, Benjamin. (laughs) You... You literally sat there at that meeting. You sipped on your coffee. Did, you did you have a bun or something? I didn't. I just had coffee. Coffee. But she paid for that, too. <laughs> wow. Every day. The college paid for it. That's every fine. day, I'm more amazed at him. <laughs> every day. It's like, you worry, oh, man, are we going to get stale? The answer is no. The answer is we will never get stale as long as you keep bringing gems like that to the table. How about $100? We do $100? Send you're probably 100, right. Yeah. See, now you're giving me the hard sell. See, if if she I was had a salesman, five hundred. No, okay. How about a hundred? Just one hundred. Let's just start, start there. One hundred. And Get now you in I the feel system. like is that, probably not the worst idea. Actually, you know what, Ben? Let's start with a hundred dollars. That's like does that sound like something you can handle. Yeah, probably. Okay. I could Get probably you a nice alumni yeah. sticker yeah. for the back of your car. Get you a yeah. sticker. I'll send you a license plate cover. All right, I want you to write her All today. All right, I will write her. Thank I got you. her email. I will. Now I'm here to help you with some social. See, now you should be the development officer. Problem is, I don't like asking for money either. I don't like asking no, for money. I, no one can really. Some people are really good at yeah. it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not great at it. But 
You got to do it sometimes. Yeah, I, I can't ask for it, and I can't give it either. I mean, yeah, you have it. It's really yeah, on tough. both sides of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess good job on. I would have. I would have felt weird not giving anything. Did she have any pamphlets or anything? Mm-hmm. Before? Oh, no. nothing. Okay, no. just a combo. Yeah. Just How long? Combo. Thirty minutes. Yeah, about thirty, thirty-five minutes. Okay. All right. Hmm. Hundred bucks. Okay. You can do that. Fine. You can. Fine. Sell, Fine. Can Fine. All right. Art, sell me. You don't have to say twice. Okay. You should probably follow up to make sure I actually do it. Oh, I will. Believe you me. I want to see how. Can you cop BCC me on the email, please? Thank just, you. Just 200 bucks. All right. Uh, circle on your uh, your morning calendar today, 8 a.m., is when we are scheduled to be joined by Padres CEO Eric Gruppner. We will discuss, uh, obviously, some of the business of the Padres going on right now. Start of spring training, uh, season ticket sales, individual ticket sales starting this week, Fan Fest, all the kind of ancillaries. But we'll try to get some answers to questions about what's going on behind the scenes in the organization. Not sure what Eric is or is not going to say, but I, I'm going to ask some questions about the direction of the team and this offseason and, and you know, kind of what we've seen as a fan and why I think as a fan base, collectively, we're in, um, we're perfectly. Perfectly all right being a little nervous about what's been going on for the Padres this offseason. No question. So we will definitely talk to Eric Gruppner about that and more coming up at 8 o'clock this morning. I did have a big win, a much-needed home win for the Aztecs over the weekend on Saturday against 17th-ranked Utah State. Uh, San Diego State had to have that one. They got it uh, after a surprising move by Brian Dutcher. We can discuss that coming up in our 7 o'clock hour. But I want to get to, uh, coming up next, some some Padres news. There was a a nice conversation, Mike Schilt one-on-one in the UT over the weekend, but some news this morning from Ken Ken Rosenthal, uh, just posting some of his news and notes in The Athletic, uh, including some information about the Padres' outfield plans. Here in 2024. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like uh, this. Very the much mysterious outfield plans for a team that now less than a week away from spring training has two outfielders <laughs> on their 40-man roster. What what are they going to do to address that between now and Sunday, between now and opening day? Is there a plan in place? Ken Rosenthal has a couple of suggestions, but also a big caveat that, uh, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about it, but I think it's something that we should just dive into uh, when we come back here. So Padres fans, we will talk outfield, we will talk Mike Schilt, and more when we get uh, going next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This is a setup. Got one of these liners. Then you guys have me suspicious because you've gotten me before. 
Big game coverage on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Visit them today at solostove.com. That's real. That's real, real or fake? That's real. Real? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes people call you stove. In fact, you've got an entire water bottle. My, only my wife calls me stove. <laughs> and stove. Solo stove just feels like something naughty that you might be doing. Solo so, stove is a real thing in our house. <laughs> a real thing, unfortunately. This is not that, though. This, this is, is not an actual that. smokeless <laughs> no. fire pit that is uh, sponsoring big game coverage. Mine, mine okay. would, ours would have been much dirtier. You know that. That's, that, yeah. that's very, yeah. very well, I mean, tough. I don't catch it always, and I was reading it carefully and slowly to make sure I wasn't missing anything there. Yeah. Solo stove's a real thing. All right. Uh, yeah, Ken Rosenthal, and you do not have to... You do not have to eat what Ken Rosenthal is serving you this morning, but he is serving up a plate it's, of Padres. It's uh, rumor. It's hors d'oeuvres. It's not a meal. It's not a meal. This is this is lunchables, right? Oh, this this is, is like a little charcuterie. Yeah, yeah it's just a tiny, this is a tiny a, taste. This is a, one of those uh, fruit and veggie trays for, that everyone will have at the Super Bowl party this weekend. It's a devil right? egg. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a plate of devil eggs. So you can eat it, you cannot eat it, whatever. We're going to tell you what he's serving up, though, right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fam. <laughs> All right, from insider Ken Rosenthal this morning in The Athletic, uh, his subheadline Padre still in need of outfielders. No S. Absolutely true. Um, he writes, the signing of a free agent such as Michael A. Taylor is still possible. So is a trade with a team deep in outfielders like the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, quickly, Ben and I went through the Milwaukee Brewers uh, outfield. I can think of one. Potential. There's Christian, Christian Yelich. <laughs> but if they're going to want to dump salary, this isn't the team that's going to want to take on a bunch of salary. Also, please remember, Manny Machado and Christian Yelich are not at all. Christian Yelich has run his Pete Davidson mouth about Manny Machado so many times to make your head spin. I don't want Christian Yelich here. He's a turd. So I'm going to pass on that myself. Pass on grass. And somewhat expensive, too. And very expensive. Very expensive. Doesn't make a lot of sense unless you're, you know, they're eating a ton of salary in a move like that. And even then, you're not a big fan of it. I didn't mention anyone specifically from the Brewers. Well, give me the rest of the Brewers outfield. I had it it up earlier. It was a bunch of guys I really never heard of for the most part. Joey Weimer was the only one I'd ever even heard of. Um, You know, they've got Jackson Chorio coming up as one of their top prospects, so they probably do have... Extra outfielders. The question is, do they have any extra outfielders that anyone wants? wants? Right. Uh, then again, beggars can't be choosers, and the Padres have just, again, two outfielders on their 40-man roster. But <laughs> despite all that, Ken goes on to say, neither option, Michael A. Taylor signing of a free agent, a trade with the Milwaukee Brewers, seems particularly likely, making it quite possible the Padres will spend the spring auditioning young players such as Jackson Merrill, Jacob Marcy, and Graham Pollock. Okay, so Paulie made the point when we were talking about it in the break that, well, cool, what what team isn't auditioning young players in spring training? That's why they do spring training invites. They want to see what these guys got. They want to see, yeah, okay, how close are you? But you're talking about, in, in Marcy, a guy that's had 69, nice, ABs, uh, at AA, and you're talking about a guy in Pauly that's had 88 ABs at AA. Don't know that 
either of those guys are knocking on the door to starting in left field or, you know, I think Paulie's a corner infielder starting at uh, first base in for the first game of the season. Like, I don't know that either of those guys are ready to roll against the Dodgers in Korea uh, and then against the Giants when they come home. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying I don't know with that few ABs. Are they ready? Do you want to rush them to the big leagues? Are they are they that ready? Or are you in a, a, in desperation mode because you have nothing else and don't want to spend any more money? Because who who was who's the outfield the starting outfield for the Triple A El Paso Chihuahuas? Um, like wouldn't uh, want Triple A? I mean, these guys haven't played Triple A either, so right. I'm assuming that's where they're, they'll start Triple A Double A. Like who it, finished the season playing outfield for the Chihuahuas? Good question. Um, wouldn't those be like the front runners to possibly make not, the jump? Not necessarily. Double A is more of like your. Yeah. Feels like you're, you're jumping, yeah. Tri- jumping triple A could be a guy that you signed for a one year minor could league be deal and he's gone now. Yeah. yeah. And they're they they just kind of are interchangeable. Uh and they will they will have to sign some of those guys as well. That if there's any injuries, you need to be able to bring up some some backups at some point. Merrill is a little bit closer, and you can certainly envision Jackson Merrill in the big leagues, not only this season, but maybe even early, maybe even at the start of the season. The problem with Merrill, of course, is that he is a shortstop, and they haven't really done a ton of work outside of the infield for Jackson Merrill. Now he's done some. Ken, Ken writes that Merrill, the game's number twelve prospect, according to MLB Pipeline, will play both shortstop and outfield in spring training. Okay, to count on a guy who though is just now making the transition to start in one of those spots, and then presumably the other one, a player who has only had limited double-A experience, to be two-thirds of your outfield to start the season doesn't particularly seem like a way to set yourself up for lineup success going into the year. It's why it feels still fairly essential to me that the Padres acquire at least one veteran, experienced outfielder, whether even if it's a defensive first player, that just you can feel comfortable plugging into center field and knowing we, he's not going to lose games for us at this point. Well, you know, he mean, may not win them at the plate, but maybe someone who's not going to lose games in the outfield for us. You can't promise that of young players with so little experience manning 67% of your outfield. I mean, you know, if you would have told me a month ago, oh, no, Woodsy, it's going to be Sugar getting a, a shake in center field, I would have said you're crazy. Sugar's going to be the fourth outfielder on this team, but... Uh, as it stands today, he's your starting center fielder on opening day. I, I I don't really know how to feel about it. He is that guy that you just talked about. Not a lot of pop whatsoever. Probably not going to kill you with the glove out there. Uh, if that's what they end up doing and finding a, a better option in left field, I mean, look, that's what we got to roll with. That's what we got to roll with. But uh, I I I hope you know if they do end up promoting somebody that they're they're absolutely ready. Uh, for that that spot, and that's that's the sweet spot of baseball is knowing when to call somebody up, knowing when to promote uh, guys. And look, let's be honest. I think you know by all the the people that we've talked to, all the guys at Mad Friars that we've talked to and continue to talk to, um, there's been prospects that have been rushed along the way here in San Diego. I don't think that's I don't think that's exclusive to the San Diego Padres. I think that happens in a lot of places, but it certainly happened here without a lot of payoff. Now, let's be honest. A year ago, had any of us heard of Jacob Marcy? No, I I don't think so. And Rosenthal writes, Marcy, the MVP of the Arizona Fall League last season, became the first minor leaguer to produce a season of 15 homers, 90 walks, and 40 stolen bases since at least 2005. Pauly, like Merrill, was drafted as an infielder, but played outfield in the Fall League and in the minors. 
the past two seasons. So according to Ken Rosenthal, all three of those guys are in the mix for the Padres outfield, presumably for opening day for Korea, especially if they don't acquire anybody else uh, between now and the start of the season. He adds one other note on the Padres here, and this is the last uh, mini paragraph of his uh, of his blurb. They continued to draw significant trade interest in second baseman Ha Sung Kim, according to sources briefed on the discussions. Kim eligible for free agency at the end of the season, but he was among the Padres' best players in 2023, so the acquisition cost would be high. Nothing new there. We have heard that all off season that, that Ha Sung Kim is a much-desired commodity. The Padres are not looking to trade him necessarily and definitely are not going to be giving him away. But if the right offer came along and you you met a very high price tag, he is someone who the Padres would at least discuss because of his impending free agency. And it didn't worry me at the time necessarily when Trent Grisham was thrown into the Juan Soto deal. It worries me a little bit now because, you know, with Grish, I know he wasn't what everyone expected uh, at the plate. I know his performance at the plate here wasn't what he expected. He thinks he's capable of more. I think the Padres did too. Um, But now you look at it and go, okay, well, Ben, if you had an outfield of Grisham, Tatis, and the guy that you find for left field, the Eddie Rosarios of the world, whatever it, whoever it may be, you feel a lot better about that. Just knowing, knowing defensively what he brings, you feel so much better about that. Throwing him in on the Soto deal. Now, I don't know. Maybe his time here came to an end for reasons that are, are out of our comprehension. Um, but I do know I'd feel a lot better if I was a pitcher with Trent Grisham in center field than, you know, whoever else are going to run out there. Joey in the chat says, Sugar deserves a shot. He's been doing whatever the team needs for two years. Give him 100 ABs see what and, he does. and see what's up. Now, I'm not going to argue against necessarily I'm fine with it, Jose I guess. Azokar. Here's the problem, though. So if Jose Azokar is one of your starters, you still need a bench. You and, do need and a you're bench. Not, you're not putting... You know, Merrill on the bench in the outfield or Paulie on the bench, guys who need at bats. If they're not starting Correct. in the big leagues, they need to be starting every day in double A or triple A and getting the experience necessary so they can contribute for the Padres. You can't have those guys on the big league roster only to rot and get, you know, one start a week and a, a pinch hit appearance every week. That, that's the last thing you can afford to do with your top prospects right now. So, Sugar's in kind of a tough spot. He he almost has to be the depth because there is no other depth, and you can't call up your prospects to be depth because they need to be starting every day, whether it's in the big leagues or in the minor leagues this year, which, again, kind of leaves Sugar has is, is got to be that fourth outfield option, at least in my mind, to start the season. Yeah, and, and I, I don't know why Ken said in his piece uh, about – I mean, he, he speaks out of both sides of his mouth, essentially, when he says they could – Go out and trade for a uh, Merrill. Uh, I'm sorry, trade for a Michael A. Taylor. It's still possible. Sign him, yeah. Yeah, but then he says neither option seems particularly likely, likely making it quite possible the Padres will spend the spring auditioning those young players. Um, I, look, do the young players excite me as a fan? Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm ecstatic to see what they can bring. But if you're if you're really you know selling your fan base on we're going to run to the playoffs right now. Can you have that much inexperience out there on that team? I don't know. I don't know. I don't is know it is it too risky of a strategy to give the young guys the first opportunity? Don't acquire anyone now. See how they do in spring training. And if none of them really look like they're ready, 
then you have to make a move the last week of spring training and acquire an outfielder then. I mean, you think the pickings are slim now, and they are, and they're getting slimmer by the day. I, you know, wait till March 12th right. and get somebody? We've seen A.J. Preller make big moves late in spring training before. It wouldn't be the first time. The problem is you don't know who's available at that point. Right. It, maybe everything works out well, and you know other teams have young prospects who win and leave them uh, an expendable outfield or two that all of a sudden they just want to get something for, and you swoop in at the last minute and make a great deal. But the other the other option could happen where, hey, other teams have injuries, and all of a sudden they're thin in the, out, the outfield. Yeah. Then there's no one available, and, and now you're desperate, and you have to overpay for someone who's still hanging around in the free agent market, or you have to overpay for someone in a trade that you didn't want to do because you really have you've painted yourself into a corner with no good options in the outfield. So that can that can burn you if, you if you're not careful if that's your strategy going into spring training well and it's one of the questions i want to ask eric Gruppner. you know when you when you trade juan soto and trent grisham to the yankees and you get back a you know by all accounts right now a really nice package back guys that should help us win baseball games this year at the big league level well you saved a ton of money you saved a ton of money I I would have bet the house, Benny, that that money was going to go back into finding those pieces on the corners that you need, maybe a DH, whatever. And I, I'm not saying that they still won't, but it hasn't happened yet. And that surprises me. That really surprises me that we keep adding relievers and we haven't addressed any of the the glaring, gaping needs that we have in the outfield, potentially at first base, potentially with the DH. Who's going to DH for this team? Matt Batten? What are we talking about at this point? Eggie Rosario is going to be your 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 DH. I don't it's not know. going to be uh, Carlos Santana. No, nope. you know he's, he's signed the over the and weekend. Again, what, five and a half million bucks, something like that. Five thirty five, I think he signed for. Now thirty eight years old. Pull that trigger. Pull that trigger. Or you just get another Nelson Cruz, Matt Carpenter situation on your hands. Or you don't. That, that's the thing. You've got to be right. When when you do pull that trigger, you do have to be right. Jeff in the chat says, I'd rather Colonel budget this outfield problem. Let the young kids play. For now, I still think we can get Profar back on the cheap. I bet they're holding out for that price well, to Jeff, drop. But, but Ben makes the point, too. Let's say they call up Marcy and Merrill, and there's your there's your outfield for opening day. Great. Oh, cool. Now the young kids will play. Well, what if they're batting a buck ten? Uh, hitting in the big leagues is really, really hard. And with a combined 140 ABs at double A between them, between them, or no, I'm sorry, that was Pauly, uh, but not a ton. You know, not a ton of experience between those guys. Uh, what if they're coming? They're both hitting a buck ten and need a lot more seasoning. What do you do then? Who's your who's your backup to your backup? Where's your bench? This team needs bodies like more than ever and and more than anything. They need big league ready guys, the Michael A. Taylors of the world, the Tommy Fams of the world that can go out and play. If those guys come up to the big leagues and struggle, I mean you're you're in deep. Uh, Kirsten in the chat. Padre is going to look at cuts at spring training. A lot of good players get cut. That is true. There are roster crunches, and at the end of spring training. Guys who don't make the 26-man roster and don't have options do become available cheaply. It makes me think, though. The problem, though, is those are also guys that weren't good enough in spring training to make their big league team. Correct. Correct. And it all, think about all the the deals that Preller was throwing out. You know, a million bucks for this guy, the Adam Eatons of the world, and give him a shot, the David Dahls of the world. It, the fact that we're not seeing that at all right now, does that mean that the purse strings are just massively tight for A.J. Preller? Like, is he really having to go to shop and save? Is he sacking his own groceries right now? 
You know, like I, it, I, 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 of course, the purse strings are tight. I think that's that's been very obvious this off season. What I want to kind of try to get out of Eric Gruppner this morning is that is that a directive from management because of the uncertainty, because of the debt service, because of the passing of Peter Seidler, or is AJ tightening his own purse strings as part of a strategic? retrenchment to get under the luxury tax to to tackle the international market maybe a roki sasaki next year and put himself in a better position going forward so he can once again attack in 2025 and 2026 while he still has players like manny machado and xander bogart's in their prime and, and needs to get that going again because if you don't retrench you're just tightening your handcuffs for 2025 and tighter in 2026 without ever getting back below that luxury tax. So is this an AJ decision to retrench and strategically Oof. scale back the payroll in order to have more flexibility and the options to do more things for the next you know, three to four years where you can still see Manny and Xander having big years and leading your team to the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know. It certainly doesn't feel like it because he... In nine years, Ben, has never had a problem adding warm bodies. And we've seen it, and we've seen it over and over. Guys don't, you know, they don't end up making the squad. He's never been trying to get under a luxury tax either. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I'd love to be able to give him that credit for that, but you can still get under the luxury tax by signing those Adam Eatons of the world. All the things that he's done in the past. It looks like his direction there is There is some money left under the luxury tax, Oh, for yeah, sure. absolutely. How much? 20, 20 million. 22, 23 million, right. I think, still. You can still get. And, and you don't want to be a dollar short going into the season right. because you need some flexibility in the year. But there is some room to do some things, you know, and still stay under that luxury tax. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know that anyone will tell you the answer to that question. Oh, no, no. It's a concerted effort by A.J. Preller to do this for Roki Sasaki, which is weird because I'd like to worry about 24 before we get to 25. All right, top of the hour. Uh, we got Take on Woods coming up next. Uh, do we have a new prize this month that is uh, available? A brand new two-night trip to Las Vegas. Oh, and we'll let you know what uh, concert you'll get to go to as well. I like this one. And uh, Brian Dutcher did something very un-Brian Dutcher-like. Not throwing a clipboard something else, and it helped lead to a win for the Aztecs. Talk about that coming up next with Ben Woods here on 97.3 The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 